0: Hi, I'm Mike Sklens, and welcome to Nintendo World Report's Connectivity, Episode 12. We'll start out this week with a discussion of listener mail and news both big and small between Neil, Scott, and Zach. Then, Scott and myself discuss a couple games we've been playing recently, Pushmo, and the Michael Jackson Experience 3D. Finally, we'll close with a brief new Speed Rant segment from Zach. As always, we love involving our audience in the show, so please post comments on the episode at nintendoworldreport.com, and you can send your listener mail to connectivity at nintendoworldreport.com. Enjoy.
1: Hello, and welcome to Connectivity. I am Scott Thompson. Today I'm joined by Zachary Miller. What's up? Neil Ronahan. Hey, hey, hey. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're going to talk some news. We've got some listener mail, too. And I'll go ahead and say now that we're going to read three listener emails that we got. We got a couple more um, this past week. Apparently, everyone is sending us email now. So we're going to hold on to those and read them next week. So if you don't hear yours uh, today, it just didn't kind of tie into the news we were going to talk about. So and
2: uh, you can, uh, It's actually because we day. don't like you. And we had something just come in on the news desk right this second as we were recording. <laughs> Nintendo mainstay Shigeru Miyamoto is stepping down. Um, Literally right before we started recording this. um, Wired.com. Chris Kohler, friend of the site. I guess maybe not the show, but the site uh chris kohler uh interviewed miyamoto recently i assume for all the games he worked on saying that hey i'm not gonna work on those games anymore um he's stepping down from his position of nintendo which i don't remember his exact position but it was basically uh mr overview every major game and make sure everything's going well um so he's stepping down from that and um basically going to get back to i guess more hands-on development working on smaller games i guess it's kind of uh more of what he did when he was younger as opposed to what he's been doing lately, which he's just been like an Uber producer. So right. crazy.
3: I think it's interesting that he said that uh, part of the reason he's doing this is, is to let the younger developers know that he, he's not always going to be around to kind of help him out. I know, and know. doesn't, this
1: feel, doesn't this feel like the lion King where Simba's dad takes him like out to like overlook the entire, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> the the entire like prairie or well, not prairie, whatever it is. And, you know, Savannah. And, and, yeah savannah thank you you know and he's just giving him that thoughtful speech about he's not always going to be here and someday this will all be his i feel like As i feel like was there was like, some whatever, kind of meeting Dad, where it's oh, like I'm awesome it's
2: like it's like tezuka and miyamoto took out like kazumi you know sack well no, now sakurai's not part of nintendo technically anymore but like anuma and just took him out and was like guess what guys we're gonna <laughs> give you the keys to the car pretty cool <laughs> Because I mean if you if you do notice it just Nintendo's kind of uh I mean over the years especially with the Iwata asks where we've been having more of a highlight of the individual developers it's a lot of young people working on these games especially I yeah. mean you look at the the Kirby both the Kirby Wii and the DS games like it's people that seem to be more I mean fresh out of college and then it's like yeah I did some stuff on like you know Phantom Hourglass and now I'm working on this Kirby game I'm like 26 <laughs> As opposed to when it it always seemed like Miyamoto was the figurehead, which he was. Um, But I guess, like, all the other developers were kind of in the background, and they're kind of coming up through the woodwork. You know, you got Anuma, who's been working on Zelda. I guess he's been, like, overseeing it to a degree since Majora's Mask. I know he worked on Ocarina. I don't think he did. He wasn't in a, a, I guess, in, like, a leader capacity there. You got Kazumi over at EAD Tokyo, who's been kind of, like, the big head of, you know, Mario 3D Land and... uh, You know, Galaxies. You got uh, Kano, who uh, worked on, like, Nintendogs and, I think, WarioWare, maybe. And then also, you know, helped design the 3DS.
1: Yeah. I mean, it it makes sense. I mean, it had to happen eventually. And I think this is kind of cool because this really does open up an opportunity where maybe he can make some small games. And they'll be released as, you know, downloadable games on whatever we use. You know, online system might be called and and more e-shop, maybe again.
3: Almost more importantly, uh, to a cynic like me, maybe this will force some of Nintendo's series to change with some new blood at the top. Yeah.
1: You know, well, I maybe
3: you've already seen that kind of Maybe you won't happen. have to. Maybe you won't have to collect the three spirit stones before you go to the eight dungeons anymore. <laughs> no, Just um,
2: Zach you yeah. can you can be thankful also one that doesn't really happen in skyward sword you should play it dog
3: dude um, I fucking two, hate you man um
2: anuma is still overseeing zelda oh, and yeah, well, he's been fine. he's been there since ocarina so mm. i mean i i know people have kind of shat on anuma in the past and that you know he's kind of overburdened by the legacy of zelda um, but I mean, to a degree, I think Skyward Sword kind of proved that. Like, I want it to change, but I don't really want it to be that different. Ah, well, I mean, that's, that's kind of my yeah. my mantra with, with the Zelda games. But I think it's really yeah. exciting to see Miyamoto work on smaller projects again. I mean, yeah, this could produce another Wii Music, but you got to think <laughs> about like, no, this is no, how no. this is how Mario came about. This is how yeah, Zelda is came true. about. That was is just kind of like this, you know. This, I mean, albeit you know, he's thirty years younger, um, <laughs> but I mean, he small development came up with Mario Brothers. Like that's pretty cool.
3: Yeah, it is. Maybe, maybe in ten years or so, we'll have a whole new bunch of franchises that started out small.
1: Yeah, like born out of his just small little game ideas. Yeah, yeah, that'd be I cool. Yeah, so it's cool. I think it's a great opportunity for him and I you know, it doesn't really worry me at all. I feel yeah, like the, the, the I last mean, batch of games have been, you know, like first party games have all been pretty solid this year and even last year and I you know, I don't I know he has influence and he's there, but I He's feel more like of a, figure a collective – Right. I feel like at it is point. more of a, a collective effort. Maybe he gives his opinion and you know, people ask him things, but It's probably
3: more it's probably more like people ask him his opinion and he says, "Yeah, do this."
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might be right. It's not like he's making these games all on his own or anything. No, no, so no. I think the spirit of Nintendo will uh, still be there. So, yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, I, anything else? I mean, this is just sort of just kind of shocking just to come out. Yeah, right yeah I mean, this. it's
2: definitely... I mean, it is, it, like, like you said, I mean, it's not like he's leaving Nintendo with nothing. Like, he's been, you know, bringing up young developers. And I also feel like this will be the kind of thing where it's like, you know... Sakurai, there was a big to do when he left Nintendo a couple years ago, and then motherfucking came back and made Brawl, (laughs) and is making Kid Icarus, and is making the next Smash Brothers. After that, after talking about how like I'm getting away from this, like what are you doing? You're just doing what you always did. You're just now got your own company. And I don't even think it says that he's leaving Nintendo. He's just stepping down from his role. So,
1: oh yeah, it's not like he's gonna. I mean, yeah, I mean, like his opinion,
2: his opinion will still be felt, and I have a feeling that. Even even if he's not you know like Uber producer, he's, he's still going to have some say on you know probably whatever you know the next Zelda game is, Enuma will probably be like, "Yeah, Miyamoto, what do you think?" and he'll yeah. you know, give his two cents and upend a few tea tables,
3: yep <laughs> a good design offered, philosophy maybe, there maybe it's... Sega offered him twice as much.
1: <laughs> wouldn't be great of it no, yeah. these years later now maybe he's replacing
2: uh, the, the guy from uh, what was it the guy from Team Eco who was leaving maybe he'll replace oh, him oh yeah oh yeah
3: yeah maybe <laughs> maybe uh, uh, Last Guardian will actually come out if Miyamoto is on the helm <laughs> it'll take a five year development <laughs> but, uh... and it won't work well on, it won't run well on the PS3 <laughs> <laughs> well there
1: you go alright so I guess we'll go ahead and move on then yeah um we've got a uh, two let us, really... let us know what you
2: think about uh about Miyamoto stepping down i mean I think even at this point I haven't really i, I literally sat down to podcast and you, Scott made a comment about how like oh we got something interesting to talk about i'm like what <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> so I
2: know. haven't even fully digested this yet uh I'm interested to hear what everyone's thinking, so email us at connectivity at nintendoworldreport.com dot com
1: yeah, I think we should do a contest where we should have listeners write a haiku about Miyamoto. Or or uh,
2: <laughs> what do you think his next game will be? I mean, it's a smaller game. I don't think it'll be Pikmin 3. Just throwing it out there.
3: <laughs> no, probably not. Pikmin it's 3DS where? X. 3D Land.
1: <laughs> Just add all these things to the yeah.
2: end of it. Yep. 3D, 3D Land 7 Sword.
1: <laughs> Deluxe. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right well let's go ahead and uh, let's move on um so this broke uh this news late last week after we'd already recorded and um it is the fact that xenoblade chronicles is in fact coming to north america how yeah.
3: weird is that
1: Dude, as a that GameStop makes...
2: exclusive it was yeah, a really like that sucks <laughs> it was it was a very like kind of humorous chain of events because i i was around for where this was born out of a rumor that got posted up on neogaf Mm-hmm. Where it was a listing right from GameStop that, that just said, right, you know, April 3rd. Xenoblade G G S exclusive. <gasps> um, and then like seeing that and just everyone's reaction was like, it's not going to be exclusive to GameStop. It's just gonna be, you know, like an exclusive edition, maybe with a class controller. And the whole time I I know, Scott, I was talking to you about it where it was one of those things where I kind of figured that. You know, it maybe it will be a GameStop exclusive. It makes sense, and everyone yeah. was saying no, and then it was. So yeah, it absolutely was. Yeah, <laughs> but um, it's kind of crazy how it's a GameStop exclusive, and I kind of hope that Nintendo will do that with other games.
1: Yeah, especially games that they feel like they're taking a chance on by bringing here. Um, yeah, I guess before we go too far, uh, we we got an email, um, and it kind of ties exactly into this whole GameStop discussion. So I feel let let's read it first because I know we're gonna be discussing this uh the business strategy here a mm-hmm.
2: bit. Horse. Oh, well not not really a high horse, but just on the of the opinion that like the high live Tyler. This... <laughs> 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 um but about how you know the way that Nintendo's releasing this basically it's destined to fail because yeah. it's not like it's going to get like a big marketing push and that's what everyone was saying back when they didn't bring it over it's like you know you put some effort behind this it can be you know like Skyrim but it's going to be a fucking GameStop exclusive <laughs> and a Nintendo store exclusive who's going to buy it us mm-hmm. that's it no more yeah. no less maybe a few confused parents that get tricked into GameStop like <laughs> well you no can one, also I mean, buy it on big...
3: Nintendo's online store but
1: who's going to do that yeah right yeah if you don't want to support GameStop I mean
2: now that it's coming out in North America I'll Probably end up getting it, and maybe at launch, maybe after. I don't know, but you know, I want to check it out now that I don't have to go through the the hassles of importing because that never really appealed to me that much. Yeah, I mean, but you're... I do feel like like it is a little later, especially because I think the word on the street is that the last story is going to hit Europe in like March, mm-hmm. so it's like we'll be getting the first of that coveted trio while Europe's already going to have had the second one for a month. Um, but maybe if but we, we can don't
3: only... buy enough Xenoblade in North America, they won't give us last story. Yeah,
2: I mean, I would hope that maybe, you know, like we'll get we'll get Xenoblade as a GameStop exclusive in April, and then maybe in like July we'll get The Last Story as a GameStop exclusive, and then maybe over the you know later (coughs) in the summer we'll get Pandora's Tower as a GameStop exclusive. I think there's a potential for these games that are already translated into translated for Europe that they can kind of on the cheap bring them over here, not put a lot of promotion behind it, and you know maybe not sell a lot, but at least people will shut up about it.
1: Right. And I think it's a smart business decision, you know, rather than having to make enough copies to sit on store shelves all over the world or all over the country, I should say. Um, you know, they just make a limited pressing and just have it sit at GameStop's. And once it's gone, it's gone. It sounds like um, I do wonder what how GameStop got involved in this. I do, what too. Their, what their incentive is. Well, yeah. What's their and, angle here? Right, I would like, how, I would bet. Goodwill. It's,
3: yeah, uh, that's what I'd bet. I would bet they're trying because they they must the corporate offices must know that real gamers hate their guts. Um, so this is probably their attempt to uh, sway public opinion a little bit and say, look at, we know you love this game, and here it is. We're bankrolling it. Love us. Yeah.
1: But are yeah, they? Yeah. We don't right. really
2: have any proof is yeah, bankrolling no. the, the localization. Oh, or localization. really?
3: Oh, okay.
1: I mean, you would think there'd have to be something like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what, you know, what finally made Nintendo decide now's the time to do it? Exactly. In North America, I should say. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's pretty crazy, but it's great. I mean, you know, the, the game's yeah. you relatively loved. I might <laughs> I actually mean, play no, it now, even no, though I'm not a
3: big RPG guy.
2: See, I think that's where it's going to win out a little bit in North America, is that we do have those people, like I think all three of us, that we are pretty big Nintendo fans, and we didn't go out of the way to import it. But now that it's coming to North America, and everyone's saying such good things about it, I think, I,
1: I I know, Scott, You are you interested in picking it up? Oh, yeah, I think I probably will. It's, it's, yeah. it's great, too, because it's right at that time of year where there probably won't be that much to play anyway. Yeah.
2: I mean, it's definitely like it's the kind of game that, you know, as long as I don't have to, you know, set up and hack my Wii. And I know that's really easy to do. I've done it in the past. But it's like I don't want to have to, you know, order it and then wait for it for a long time. Like, if I want to pick it up, I just want to pick it up and put it in my system. I don't feel like going yeah. through any of that rigmarole.
3: No right. I do feel bad for all the people who imported it because now it's coming here. Yeah. Well, I mean, the
2: the comeback that they all have is like, well, we're playing it now. It's like, well, I don't really have time to play it now. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not that upset about me. it.
1: Yeah. Um, which actually, that ties into the the second email we got about Xenoblade Chronicles. Which Zach, if you're ready now, you can read this one. Yay!
3: This <laughs> is from Hiawata This one is. Uh, he says, "I imported Xenoblade Chronicles." Now I have pre-ordered it from GameStop. Do you know if my save file from the UK version will work for the American version, or will I have to start from the beginning? Thank you. All right, three, two, one, no. No. <laughs>
1: Wait, what? No. No. Wait, I, Neil, it. I wish you would have been yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Maybe. No. I don't. I don't think. I really don't think. I don't think so.
2: Um. The did did you? Did you see the eShop at first? (laughs) (laughs) Did you see the 3DS at launch? Like, love them. I mean, to tease a little bit of what we're going to talk about in a little bit, like eShop right now and like the UI on the 3DS, great at the start. Eh, I don't think these people are going to be able to let you, you know, change the save file (laughs) illegally because (laughs) technically
1: importing the game that is illegal. They don't want you to do that. (laughs) <laughs> right. Well, yeah, because if, you, if you've had to hack your Wii to play it, like, yeah, yeah I don't think it's going to, this no. game's going to recognize that save file. And it does and suck.
3: Even... It does suck. You, do you Plus think they'll two, ever I... make a region free system, ever?
2: I mean, they used to. I don't think anymore. And I think that has to do more with, like, the online stuff than anything else. Well, yeah. I guess. Because the more you Plus, get online, the more, you know, that becomes a dodgy prep- proposition. I mean, I guess right. it's like if you look at stuff with, like, the PS3, how you can make an account for every region, and then you look at Vita, and there's only going to be one account per per system. Right. I mean, I there might be ways that you can yeah, do it can, region free, I but I don't really think there's a way that where it really where where it behooves the the publisher, of the system, to really make it region free anymore, because it just right, basically yeah. opens up to more piracy.
1: Exactly. Yeah, they have no like incentive to do it, so they just never thought about it before because the world seems so much bigger, and you didn't think that that was going to be a concern. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, now now you like just like you said, Neil, with the internet. Uh, yeah, it's not so hard to get games from other regions, or yeah, to find ways to hack your system that way. Yep. So,
2: and I mean, yeah. really, all their all their handhelds prior to the DSI. Yeah, yeah, I think the DSI the DSI exclusive games were region restricted, I believe, mm-hmm. um, and all the other ones uh, DS weren't weren't, and everything before that wasn't at all. So the 3DSs, though, which kind of sucks because I'd love to import some of those crazier Japanese games like Love Plus. (laughs) And I'm at a point where I play my 3DS so much that I would actually probably play those games. And I mean, that just kind of sucks. But you can still play uh, import DS games on your 3DS. I played Inazuma 11 that way.
1: Oh, really? Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Mm. Oh, awesome. All right. Well, yeah. So great. Xenoblade will be here uh, in April. Yay! looking forward to it. So, uh, yeah, I guess our last bit of big news then to talk about is the 3DS system update. Whoa. Um, boop, boop, boop. I haven't updated. <laughs> well, actually, am sure. yeah. if,
2: if, if you're within spot pass range uh, with your system, it's probably already downloaded.
1: Well, I don't even have my system on. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know as soon as I turn it on, yeah, it'll start doing that, which is really cool, actually. Yeah, because that, um,
2: that happened to JP last night where he just picked up his system and was like, whoa, holy crap, I got an update. whereas I'm there where like I fend out about it immediately I turn on my system and it's just taking forever and like while I'm doing this like Patrick and Aaron are just like "Yep, got it to download I'm like damn it come on why aren't you moving everyone else is playing with their accomplishments and shit damn it (laughs) well Neil why don't you talk a little bit about do
3: people see those accomplishments I don't know
2: Um, I'm literally opening up my system right now uh, hey
3: I am too awesome we'll do it together (laughs)
2: <laughs> All right, uh, I got the Me Plaza. Oh, I'll uh, look that right up. <laughs> so Shit. the things that have to they turn have. mine on. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that update.
2: This is a live tour of the uh, of the 3ds update. I'm busting out my Me Plaza. I got my new opponent hat on. Um, it was either that or the new <coughs> R-wing hat, but I like the idea of having a saddle on the back of my head. That was almost like a, some kind of haircut.
3: Oh, by the way, uh, before I forget, you guys need to get freaky forms. Seriously, it is. Awesome. Oh, I have
2: freaky forms. I just haven't touched it since I got Mario Kart.
3: How many dick-shaped monsters have you made? Because I've made
2: three. I, I made one. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I, was say, Zach, I need. I, I need think to dive, probably dive probably more into it. Have
1: I mean, you seen the, have you guys seen that? There's an ad campaign that has freaky forms in it. Oh, on really? TV? <laughs> yeah. It, it's like it's for the 3ds, and this guy's playing his 3ds with like two of his buddies. And the, and one of them doesn't have a 3DS. He's like, what are you doing? Are you playing a game over there? And he's like, no, not exactly. And then he's like talking about how he downloaded Freaky Forms. and Holy crap, how forms. are there
3: 100 me characters in my plaza all of a sudden? What just um, happened? You
2: get them from Mario Kart, actually. Mario Kart. That's something that's yeah. new.
3: Because oh, um, I can look at I...
2: Striker Obi, who I have never street passed before. But I can see his lovely me. And when you click on it, it just says uh, met via invitation. Um, so you don't get all the other information that you get from street passing people.
1: That's you get the puzzle um, piece and
2: stuff. No, you don't get a puzzle piece from that. The puzzle piece is actually oh. that's something that's something that got added. Um, you know, you still have those original seven, but they added seven new ones. Uh, I believe there's Zelda or Ocarina of Time 3D, Mario Mario 3D Land, Mario Kart Seven, Pilot Wings, Rhythm Heaven, Donkey Kong Country Returns,
3: Damn.
2: and the seventh one. There's another Donkey Star Fox Kong Country 64 Returns 3D. One? Yes.
1: Because there was already one originally. Yeah,
2: I only have the Mario Kart one um right now because they, they basically give you a piece for a new one, and it's, it's random. But the Mario Kart and Super Mario ones are 40 pieces big, and the other ones are 24. And they also have this whole thing where there's these purple pieces in the middle. There's eight for the 40-piece ones and four for the 24 ones. And I think you can only get those through Spot Pass because now the Meat Plaza as a whole has some tie-in Spot Pass. I'm a little shaky on exactly how you're gonna get those. I guess maybe they'll like randomly dole them out, or maybe like if you pass by like the Nintendo Zone thing, which is another app that's you know downloaded to your system without you knowing. And that's the thing that's been in Best Buy's and stuff where you go in there and you connect to the Nintendo Zone and stuff like that. Hey, hey, Neil. Yeah. Hey, Neil. Yeah.
3: How how many? uh, Oh, where was it? Damn it. Um, how many street passes have you gotten total? Like. For real.
2: 594.
3: Yep. Oh, that's right. You went to E3. You know what? Never mind. And, and I went to E3
2: <laughs> in, a bunch of, in a bunch of Street Pass Princeton mm. events. I'm actually going to... Now I have to go back to them. Um, there's one next Saturday at the Princeton Public Library. Um, so actually, yeah, by the time you hear this, it's probably going on right then. Uh, I guess there's some Mario Kart being played. I'll probably do a little bit of that. But uh, I'll do a little bit of that. But mostly I am there for the Street Passes so I can beat Find Me 2. Again.
3: Okay. Okay, screw you. Scott, how many how many street passes have you gotten?
1: <laughs> I have 4, two of which came from like people that I actually know in their life and two that came from random strangers. I
3: have more than 50.
1: Wow, impressive. I got, I I got
2: 594 including Miyamoto, which I guess uh, might be a rarity considering that maybe. he's stepping down.
1: <laughs> just stop. Just just over, stop talking. Over 50 is really impressive for being <gasps> in Alaska. I know. I, I mean, I carry mine around with me. Well, at least I used to right when I first got it and like I could never find any. I found – I got one walking around the mall and then I got one at the midnight showing of the last Harry Potter movie. I oh. actually – I had one guy, guy that I passed by. the shops in the mall. Okay. See, I thought the Harry Potter movie was going to be a gold mine. I was like, here we yeah. go. I went There's to like a bunch ring,
2: of midnight movies over the summer and there was like – I got the same guy like four times. <laughs> nice. Oh, weird. Because I would just bring it with me and i look around and be like, hey, I got that guy again. <laughs> like the next movie i went to like like you know thor i found him and like green lantern which was which was a mistake i'll admit shouldn't have seen yep. that movie no nope, nobody should um but then i was like
1: hey it's the same guy again oh harry potter oh it's that guy again <laughs> so
2: i guess there's another the, dude out there that goes to a bunch of midnight movies
1: did you do the thing where you can set like a special message to go to him next time you meet him yeah. and everything who I remember, the hell are you yeah <laughs> When you get this raise your hand and <laughs> find me. I'm in the front row.
2: <laughs> um so yeah, now there's 74 hats to get and find me.
1: Oh jeez. Um
2: so that's a lot. Uh we have a list on the website if you if you uh you got someone you want to see if you can help us out. We're trying to figure out what they all are. We only have like half of them now cuz uh we have all the ones that were originally in it and then only some of the new ones. There there are a lot of hats, guys. <laughs> I think you have to go through it at least three times to get everything, because um, oh, wow. there's like the there's branched paths and stuff.
3: Nice. Hey, my yeah, that's Nintendo cool. Zone is checking data and downloading shit via SpotPass.
2: Um, they also have this cool thing called the StreetPass Map, where you can see uh, where the people that you StreetPass where they're from. So uh, I'm just going into it now, and I'm looking at the United States. I actually have not StreetPassed anyone in Alaska or Hawaii. Go <laughs> figure. Um, <laughs> but I do have. Uh, I'm scrolling through. I got four people in France, three people in Germany, one person in Italy, three people in the Netherlands, no one in Poland, um, one person in Spain. But they have all these different regions. And not only can you see like where these people are from, but you can see like what region of that area they're from. Like in Japan, like a, I mean, looking at this, I'm not, not too familiar with it, but I have people from 10 different regions. And it looks like, you know, probably some folks from Tokyo, probably Kyoto as well. Um and I've Canada, only Alaska, got Alaska and
3: California. <laughs> um, Nintendo Zone actually looks pretty cool. It looks like you go to Best Buy and you can download coupons and stuff. That's what it says, anyway. Yeah.
2: Um, but you actually need to go to a Nintendo Zone location. There's also a music player where you can listen to all the music. Uh, the accomplishments are a new thing. It's like achievements for all the Street past Me Plaza stuff. There's... I think seventy of them. I have thirty-four right now. But there's funny ones like uh, getting the same puzzle piece three times that you already have three times in a row, which is kind of like screw you.
3: Yeah, I hate it when <laughs> that happens. Scott, yeah, you're not total. appearing on my 3DS. Are you? Like, what's your number? Yeah, yeah, I don't
1: think I've exchanged with too many people on the staff or anyone actually. Oh. Yeah, I'll have to do that. Um, it's updating will. now, so I can't oh, okay. get to the oh, okay. number. But right. once I get it, I'll get it out to you guys. I'll send. I'll email you. Sweet. I got a spot pass.
2: But uh, and then they updated find me as well. And you can also uh now you can double up on people as well. That's kind of cool. So like uh, I had you know uh, TYP and Jared, Uh, they're both red, and because we went to E3 together, they are both at level seven. Um, so you can have them team up because they're 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 both red, so they're both the same color. Or you can get people that are similar colors. Like Aaron was saying that he had someone that was red and someone that was orange, and they teamed up. They can't do combined magic, but you can do combined magic oh. if they're the same color. um oh, cool. So then they combine and then they become a level 15 and they basically <laughs> just kick the crap out of everything. And nice. Do like this ridiculous fireball thing. And they're just, I mean, they added more strategy and depth to it. And it's pretty cool. They also added like these potion things. So actually, what I was doing when I was on the final boss, I had, you know, my, my, my Uber team red. And then I had a couple like, you know, randoms that I hired. Um, and I would just have them, they would use potions that would revive the people that were fallen. Um, so that was cool. Yeah. And also, I mean, just explaining how I was able to get Jared and TYP without having Street Passed them recently. You can hire people that you've already passed. That so that's nice. cool as well.
3: Oh, nice. Also, we um, shouldn't forget uh, the 3D camera now has video. This is very I think important.
2: Can, I think we can very easily forget that.
1: Well actually that ties a little <laughs> bit into that third and final email we're gonna read today about the uh the system update. Neil if you wanna Alright, I will read, read that from that.
2: uh from David Kotman. For a while now I have heard you guys mainly talk about the three DS's update as only video recording, which was hilarious by the way. But one thing I have I have been interested in and somewhat excited about is the inclusion of the DLC at long last to this update. I believe it could add if Nintendo feels like doing it, the additional characters to Mario Kart seven, or even more parts for the carts. It could even add new items to the new Animal Crossing game next year. What are your thoughts regarding the addition of DLC for Nintendo games and imagining that Nintendo might actually utilize an online capability and where it might take them in the future? Thank you for reading this and keep up with the amazing po- podcast. Thanks, David.
1: Thank you.
2: Yeah. Um, I, I would wonder, love to see DLC. I, I don't to, think we'll but get but it from to, Mario Kart 7 because no. the hooks would already have to be in there and I don't think the hooks would be in there.
3: Yeah, I don't either. Um, but future games I'm sure will. We'll make use of it, although Nintendo's not never been very big on releasing, you know, DLC. Maybe they just haven't had a, a way to do it well before, but they've always been kind of like, you buy the whole game, right?
2: Yeah.
1: Right. That's why, like, I, I'm excited that the infrastructure's in there now, but I can't even imagine how Nintendo would utilize it. Like, what would a Nintendo DLC even look like? I mean, I know, I know third parties could use it, and I, you know, like, maybe new maps, or yeah, like, new characters or character skins or something, you know, dumb like that. But, like, I don't even know how Nintendo would use it. Like, I don't imagine them doing something like that. You know, I feel like they would try to make it something worthwhile, I guess. And right. I, I just... I, I have no idea how they would use it. Nor do I. Yeah, so I don't know. It's cool. I mean, I'm excited. I'm glad it's there. Yeah. It's yeah, about it's a, time. It's a good thought. <laughs> yeah, it is a good thought. Some Some years later. Um... <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. I'm interested.
2: I mean there uh, there, will, there there might also be demos tomorrow.
1: Oh that yeah, would be that's nice. That's right, yeah, demos are supposed to come, yeah. It'd be kinda cool like if they if Nintendo did like level packs as DLC. You know, like yeah. so like for Super Mario three D Land, even though it probably couldn't work for that, because that game's too, you know, yeah. A, a, a theoretical sequel. Yeah, right. you know, where they, where what if Nintendo I guess sort of like how um, Professor Layden they had those like weekly puzzles, but really they were just on, on the, the card, and like yeah, it just cart. it just unlocked every week or whatever or every day. Yeah. I mean, how cool would that be if uh, if every week they did like digitally, you know, not digitally, but it, I guess digitally, if they released a uh, like a new level online, you had to download it. You know, I'll yeah. bet I know. I'll cool.
3: bet I know why they had that stuff on the card instead of actually releasing it. Um. I'll bet it's so that everyone could get the same stuff. You know, I'll bet so, so you don't miss a day.
1: Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you're probably I, right. kind of like that, but well, plus they just—I don't know—they couldn't fit all those new puzzles on the card if there wasn't room on it to begin with. Right. You know, it's yeah. not like the DS had much internal memory, so right. They just put it all in there to begin with, just unlock it. So yeah, I don't know. I I just finished downloading the update now though, <laughs> so I'll play with it later. I guess you yeah. guys got me excited about it talking about it. So,
2: um, the 3D video stuff. I mean, it's it's, it's cool. It's I there. guess you can record in 3D. You can also do like uh, kind of like interval like sport mode kind of stuff. Uh, stop motion as well. Right. Um, and the, it also has you can now take pictures of QR codes. I know Aaron was doing some testing of that last night, and uh you know, like a QR code for a website would then open up the browser. Um,
3: Oh, nice. Oh, that's cool.
2: QR code of a me would then take you to the Meme maker. However, a QR code for the three DS download game pyramids was not recognized.
1: (laughs) Uh. Interesting. Well, there you go. All right. Well, I I guess that'll just about do it then. Um, Yeah. So thanks a lot guys A lot of interesting news this week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and yeah, like I said, anyone who sent in mail and we didn't get to, we'll get to it next week. Uh, if anyone else has listener mail they'd like to send in, you can do that at connectivity and nintendoworldreport.com, and uh, we'll be right back.
2: Well, I would like to, before we go... Oh, can, oh, can I,
1: I talk guess. about I would my like sad Wii
3: story?
2: Oh, yeah, you can talk about your sad wee story. But first, I want to propose a question to our listeners. Um, I'm trying to think of this question right now. Just, I guess, yeah, let's go off of what we were talking about earlier. Uh, Send in, you know, what... What game do you think Miyamoto is going to work on now, now that he's working on smaller games? Like, what type yeah, of game? Exactly. You know, it can be, you know, a very defined game or, you know, even do something a little more freeform. Just, you know, send an email to connectivity at NintendoWorldPort.com or, or find one of us on Twitter. You can ask it that way. Uh, I am Enron10, N R O N one zero. Um, You guys can say your Twitter handles.
1: Well, I'm at OK Soda. The letters OK in the word Soda.
3: I'm at Z Miller One Nine Zero Two. There you go. You guys know what the One Nine Zero Two is? When I you mean, were nineteen oh two. Wow, that's that would make me ancient. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's when T Rex was discovered. Oh. Oh, there you go, nerd. <laughs> nerd. <laughs>
1: All right, so uh, welcome to this sort of uh, mishmash of a segment here, (laughs) featuring myself, (laughs) Scott Thompson, and uh, Mike Sklund. Hello! And uh, we're going to talk about two 3DS games that we've been playing recently. Um, Mike's going to talk about Pushmo, uh, the latest, uh, I guess, sort of puzzle game released uh, on the eShop. And uh, I'm going to talk about uh, Michael Jackson Experience 3D, <laughs> uh, which I just reviewed for the site. So got a good range of uh, of games here. Uh, but Mike, why don't you go ahead and start things off and, and tell me a little bit about Pushmo? Okay, so um,
0: Pushmo is a game I literally like had not heard of at all until Thursday. But I guess had been building up a little bit of buzz um, overseas. But overseas, it also has a different name in every country. So uh, I think it's called Pullbox in Europe. And I don't know what it's called in Japan, it's obviously a Japanese name and I don't speak Japanese. So, um but it's uh it's like this little puzzle game. It's from Intelligent Systems, which uh I spoke about this a little bit on Twitter actually, like while I was reading up about it. Um the reason I ultimately decided to get this game, like basically Sight Unseen, is because it was made by Intelligent Systems. And uh I don't think Nintendo does a good job of like branding their first party teams. I think they it's intentional. Um they want all their games to just be Nintendo games like you know Sony you know if you're getting a game from Naughty Dog or if you're getting it from um from Insomniac or from whatever David Jaffe's new company is like they're all very distinct studios that are all right. first parties but Nintendo is all for most people would just assume it's all just Nintendo I don't know but Intelligent Systems is one of their teams they made Super Metroid which is the best video game ever um, <laughs> they also made most of the WarioWare game, or not most of, but a good chunk of the WarioWare games, they made Twisted, which is my favorite WarioWare game. Um, they made they made they make Fire Emblem. Um, they made some Advance Wars games. Um, so they're like a pretty big name team over at Nintendo, and when you boot the game up, there's not, like, a splash screen or anything, but it does say at the bottom of the screen, on the title screen, it says copyright 2011 Nintendo slash Intelligent Systems, so at least they get that. Um, that, That's
1: better than nothing, I guess. Yeah, so
0: that's why I decided to buy it, because it was from Intelligent Systems, and a couple people on my Twitter feed were like, this is really good, and it's only $7. Uh, I mean, and it's it's a little puzzle game where you play, like, this little kid who's dressed like a sumo wrestler, and... um, you are walking through this place called Pushmo Park and you have to rescue children at the top of these things that are called Pushmo which are basically just like climbing structures um and you can it starts out flat and it's like almost like a little tetris block made up of little little pieces and you can pull out the pieces up to 3 times and then as you pull them out you uh you create stairs basically and then you have to climb up to the stairs and rescue the little kid that's trapped at the top
1: right it's kind of neat looking i watched the um Like the video that they have on on eShop, and yeah, you're exactly right. It's kind of like it's like a big sprite almost. I even saw that they had like Link from like the NES Zelda game in there at one point. I haven't
0: gotten there, but I did do climb up Mario's head.
1: Nice, yeah. And you're right. You you basically pull out each like segment of the sprite, and you can pull it out. Yeah, like up to three times to make a a, you know a wider staircase essentially. And yeah, and then you just have to climb all the way to the top.
0: Yeah, it's tricky because the I guess the the big conceit of the game is that like. Obviously, on the bottom level, you pull out the block all three steps, but then when you get up onto that step, the next block, you can only pull out two steps, because if you pull it out any further, you'd fall off. Right. Um, And then you can also pull blocks from the side. You can't move them left and right, but um, you can get... Like, if I pull a block out two steps, I can actually... If I get on top of that block, if I stand on the side of it, I can use a side push to pull the block above that out three steps and then you have to like sort of manipulate the blocks but you can't move the block you're standing on which they take a lot of advantage of by making these big wraparound blocks that totally screw you over um (laughs) and that's like that's like the big conceit of the game is that you have to figure out like at first it's just like oh pull out all the blocks and climb to the top but as you get onto it and i'm only in like world two of like i don't even know how many there are i think like 10 or 12 worlds um Once you get to a certain point, you get to a point where you have to start pushing, pulling blocks out and then pushing them back in to get around them and then pulling them back out again. So it gets complicated quick. Uh, Right. And it also has the ability where you can create your own block sets, which I haven't even touched yet. But I'm sure there's already, and you can get a QR code of it and then you can just like send the QR code and your friend can scan it and play that block. I'm sure there'll be like plenty of penises to climb up in the next couple days.
1: i cannot wait (laughs) yeah it's
0: really um it's really fun and i like i like it a lot um this is the kind of game like there's a lot of content in it it's got like each of the levels has 18 puzzles in it and i think there's at least at least 10 worlds so that's at least 180 puzzles um i think there might even be more uh more worlds i'm not looking at it I've, i've got my ds in front of me but the game's not open um Plus then obviously you can make your own, um, there's no time trial aspect, which I thought is odd. Maybe it unlocks after I beat the game or something, but it seems like this game would be ripe for like, how fast can you solve the puzzle and get to the top? Right. Um,
1: which kind of draws comparisons to, um, and, and, someone said this on Twitter. I think actually a, a listener had said this, um, that this reminds me a lot of, um, Picross, you know, this a little sort of bit in the same vein. yeah. Um, and Pacross was big on that, you know, like competing for finishing puzzles the fastest. So
0: yeah, yeah, I'm a little surprised it doesn't do that. Um, another thing, I um, this is not this is just more of a concept on or a concept uh, a comment on Nintendo is that this game costs seven dollars. I feel like had this game come out a couple of years ago, they would probably be trying to charge thirty for it and selling it as a cartridge. Yeah. I feel like this game is really I don't know just the way it looks. It looks pretty full featured. Um, this is the kind of game I feel like they're they're taking a chance on this one and seeing what they can do with digital. Releases, uh, th- like this, is definitely the kind of game that they would have charged thirty dollars for on the DS or something. Right, but now it's only right. seven, seven, which I think is an odd number. I don't know why it's not five, um,
1: or even eight, which keeps in line with like how much they charge for Super yeah, Nintendo games I don't, on the Wii or yeah, something. You know?
0: like the the price structures on the eShop. Like they weird me out. Like this is a seven dollar game, but I can only buy money in increments of five dollars. Right. Why is this a seven dollar <laughs> game? You just made it a ten dollar game because if I have no money in my account, I need to put ten dollars on my account.
1: Exactly, so this game yeah.
0: costs $10 if you don't have any money in your account.
1: Well, I guess you can get a crummy Game Boy game, too. Aren't, no. aren't those 2 dollars
0: Yeah, I had $4 in my account. No, I had $3 in my account already, like, left over, because I'm always having change, because i yeah. was buying things that cost $4, but I always had to put $5 on my account to do it. Um, well, what,
1: what sucks, too, is they charge tax on these things, so even that, it's not even... I don't a think cut. I'm being
0: charged tax. Uh, are you sure? I'm almost positive.
1: I think I get charged what tax. What state
0: are you in? Well, Indiana. Yeah, I don't think you would charge tax in Indiana either. We don't charge it. I don't. It looks like it's just a. Uh, it's like just like I don't get charged tax on Xbox Live or PSN. I don't think I'm getting charged tax here. Huh. I don't know. Interesting. Um, so I, you know, uh, so I had four four dollars in my account. So thankfully, or three, I had three, so then I only had to put five in, then I had That's eight, right. and now I have $1 left over. I
1: don't know what I'm going to do with that, because nothing costs less than $2. Exactly, yeah, you'll just sit on it until you add another five and get a $6 game, I guess. Yeah, I guess so, but I I'm, I
0: mean, I'm really glad that they released this online, but I, I definitely wouldn't have bought this at the store for $30, but uh, no, yeah. for seven, it's a, you know, it seems odd, because this is the exact kind of game that I would probably find on, like, an iPhone, like a little iPhone puzzler in there, it probably wouldn't have cost more than 3 or $4. Right. But And, and even with Apple taking thirty percent. Nintendo gets all of this money because they are both the distributor and the developer and <laughs> it still right. costs more. Um, but um it's still it's a small step in the right direction, I think, in that uh you know it's it's only seven dollars and it's good. It's from what may be the best video game development team at Nintendo, depending on who you ask. It could also be EAD Tokyo, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's well, yeah, lots of fun. I
1: mean, this really came out of nowhere. I, I did the um the game of the year segment uh for the live show a couple weeks ago. And and Dan was on there and, and being in Europe, he had actually already had the game. And right. he did put, he did have this like on his list of like best eShop games. Um but then it just released on Thursday and like Twitter was a buzz. <laughs> like yeah. whether it was staff or, or listeners and readers, I mean everyone seemed to be kind of talking about it and it's so yeah. high on it. So Yeah, it's really
0: I, um it's really good. I mean with with you know, um there hasn't been a lot of original content, especially direct from Nintendo put out on the eShop. Uh, outside of like the three D classic kind of stuff, yeah. Um, so this is uh, I don't, did they make Freaky Forms or did someone else make that? I don't know. I I just know there was a lot of talk about Freaky Forms. Yeah. Here we go. I'm look I'm looking at it right now. Well, I guess it's not really gonna say, is it?
1: No, probably not. You might have to. Let's see what check, info says. Check Wikipedia or something. Info says nothing. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> well, no, there's an
0: A W A D A asks video for it, so it must have been done by someone at Nintendo.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: So, uh, so, yeah, so they've got Freaky Forms, which was also $7, I think. Maybe yeah. that's what they're trying to price their original games at for, for eShop. Um, and then Pushmo, which is great. Uh, I highly recommend it if you like puzzle games. Um, it's also, like, you know, it's, like, probably 80% puzzling, 20% platforming in that, like, you do have to make some jumps. Like, you can jump around corners um, a little mm-hmm. bit. So it's not just, like, simple solve the puzzle, climb up. The thing you have to do a, li- a very very minimal amount of like skill jumping to get up there.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what it looked like in the video. Like not too demanding, but still yeah. it requires more than just like a puzzle. Game. It's
0: tricky because it. when I was playing it, I thought like, oh well, this is easy. I'll just jump up the blocks. And then there was a time when I like I thought, I wonder if I can make that jump. And then I did, and I was like, oh well, this is a new aspect to the game that I, <laughs> there are tricky jumps you can make.
1: Right to kind of like yeah like weasel. It's your not way up just there,
0: right? about pulling out the blocks, you have to have a, a bare minimal of jumping ability. And you've been playing, um, what is it, Michael Jackson 3d experience?
1: <laughs> Michael, the Michael Jackson experience 3d. Okay. Te- technically. Um, yeah, w- which I was kind of surprised at, at how enjoyable it was. It's just limited, uh, in things to do. Um, it's not a
0: dancing game though. Cause it's on three. ds
1: Right. Your hand dances essentially. <laughs> um, so the, they released the Michael Jackson experience for DS and PSP last year when, when the game hit every single console and system. Right. Um, in those versions, it was like very much like cartoon, like, like cell shaded, like a, like a, just a cartoon Michael Jackson. And, um, the DS game was very much like elite beat agents where there were just circles that appeared on the screen and then you just had to press them and, and you know, in time with the, uh, like with the beat of the song basically. Um, and that was that was pretty much it, and I think it only had like ten songs in it, and it, i guess it was fairly limited um but this three d s game I was kind of surprised is a fully i don't know like just a full new creation it, it's huh. not a port of that d s game which I thought for sure it was gonna be, yeah, coming out so a year later, yeah, exactly um so instead it it's gets rid of sort of the uh the cartoony aesthetic of the d s game and it has like a fully rendered michael jackson and uh is very much more uh not serious, I guess, but in in line with uh, with with what he actually looked like, and um, you know, it, make, it makes it look a little bit more realistic. And I, I like too, when you pick a song to play; it always opens with a little like cheesy 3D rendering of um, like popular scenes from that song's music video. Oh God! <laughs> so it's like when you do like um, like "Beat It," you just, know, wait, just got-
0: leave me alone in there. That's the, yeah. that's the video where he's like riding through in like the little roller coaster of like all the crazy stuff that's going on in his life.
1: Yeah, yeah. Is that the one where he's on the, the airplane too? He's riding in a little airplane? I think so.
0: And it kind of looks almost like a Monty Python animation.
1: Yes, yeah. That's in there. And they do. Awesome. They do, they do a 3D <laughs> rendering of that. Yeah. <laughs> where him like flying in the airplane and like a bunch of different silly stuff. Yeah. Is Bubbles um, the
0: Monkey in there? Yeah,
1: yeah. Nice. He is. Or at least he's mentioned. I think. I don't know if he's in it for sure. Um, in the, the. They have white and black on there. Or Black or white or whatever, whatever the song's yeah. called, and um, they've got like a little like 3D rendered Macaulay Culkin like uh, like rapping at that oh, point it's in the so song, bad. Just, like in the music video. It's so bad, but like just growing up with those music videos, like it's just so like cheesy that I just yeah. appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, even though yeah, it really I remember it is. watching
0: that video like when it premiered after like The Simpsons or something on Fox one night, and I was like, yeah. this is a
1: huge deal. It was a big deal, yeah. <laughs> So that's kind of cool to incorporate that. I mean, he probably has some of the most recognizable music videos of all time. So, seeing these like yeah, goofy 3D <laughs> renderings is pretty neat. I think it's good fan service. Is it like um, the
0: actual video just post-converted into 3D or did they like reanimate it or something? No, they like reanimated oh, it. Oh, that's even so, better.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's really good. You could probably find them on YouTube. They're probably worth watching um just for the the cheesy factor, but what's so great is if you aren't familiar with his music videos like these are gonna make no sense to you because it's the most random shit. Um, yeah, just just like random things from from these music videos, just kind of strung all together throughout the performance, and it just it will make no sense to you.
0: So you like, um you play the game on the touch screen, but the video plays on the three D screen.
1: Exactly. So, that sounds like I don't
0: know. I feel like I would be moving my system a lot and probably breaking the three D effect.
1: It actually wasn't too bad. I, I, I left the 3D on the whole time I played, um, which I joked with Neil about this. But, yeah, it was, like, the first time I'd ever left the 3D on an entire time I played a game. And it was, of course, for Michael Jackson experience um, versus something a little bit more substantial, I guess. Um, but it's not too bad. So Michael's, like, dancing in the, uh, in the middle of the, the top screen. And then as he's dancing, these arrows will appear, like, on each side of him. Um, either, like, pointing left, right, up, or down, or diagonally. Or they will be, like, circles, meaning you have to draw a circle on the touch screen. Right. There'll be half circles, meaning you have to draw a half circle. Right. And basically, they kind of pop up, and then um, you have to swipe in that direction, like, with the beat of the song. So, Hmm. um, especially as you get further along in the difficulty, it's actually kind of neat, and it, it feels a lot like something like Donkey Konga, or even, like, playing the drums on Rock Band, where it's, like, when you really are nailing it at the harder difficulties... Like you're tapping and you're swiping with the beat of the song and you right. can hear it and you can feel it and you get that like real like tactile You get that percussion feel. element, yeah. Yeah, exactly, of like a good rhythm game. Um so it's really well executed in that aspect. Um but there's just not enough to do, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um I was kinda of disappointed there's no like campaign mode or like story mode that really goes through his like career and introduces you, you know, to different eras. It's pretty much just like you start the game. Every song's unlocked right from the start. You can play them in any order you want, and really the only reason to keep playing is to like get high scores. Which there's no online leaderboards, although there is uh, Street Pass, so you can um, you know like trade scores with friends or with random people. Um, and then as you play and get higher scores or do better on a certain song you like unlock rewards mm-hmm. which could be from something kind of useful like an alternate costume or even like a special glove that michael can wear which like gives you special benefits <laughs> like, <laughs> like 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 the first time you miss it'll count it as a perfect or something like that like it, it gives you these little like perks hmm. which is kind of neat but that's then you also unlock these like completely worse worthless features where you might unlock a trophy so you just go like to the trophy room and you just see there's like, the trophy trophy yeah. and that's nothing or you unlock you can unlock the tracks from the from the game so you can just play them and listen to them and not have to like play along with the game right so you could just have your 3DS open I guess and just be playing like 3 minutes of a Michael Jackson song <laughs> rather than just like pulling up YouTube and doing it on your phone so that that feature's kind of useless um
0: if you were that much of a Michael Jackson fan that you had this game, I assume you probably have all of those songs on your iPod anyway. Right, exactly.
1: <laughs> so it's kind of needless. I mean, it's not a bad idea, I guess. You know, it's kind of like unlocking the sound test, I guess. But yeah. it's just, it's useless, really. So, I mean, I, functionally, I thought the game was great. And the music sounded uh, really, really good coming out of the 3DS speakers. And obviously, it sounded great with headphones and everything like that. I just wish there was a little bit more to do, but in terms of, like, a casual game, especially for Michael Jackson fans, like, I could see this being enjoyable for some people. I I, I gave it a seven. I mean, there was no, nothing wrong with it, technically. It was fun for what it was. It just, I just wish there was more incentive, you know, some multiplayer mode or or some... Leaderboards
0: for, music game without leaderboards is like, why would you even make it, to me, to me at least, because I've been playing, like, I've been playing music games since Dance Dance Revolution and and Guitar Hero 1, like, the day it came out.
1: (laughs) Exactly, yeah. And that's all about being competitive and competing for that high score. So, yeah, without that, it's just sort of limited in what's offered. But it's fun. I mean, music's good. Pretty good selection of songs. That's good. So, yeah. Can't complain. All right. Well, I guess that'll do it for this segment. So, <laughs> hope you enjoyed this random assortment of Pushmo and um, Michael Jackson Experience 3D. Awesome.
2: Ronahan, and we're going to do a quick little new segment. But before we do, I'm going to uh, explain it and ask for a title for the segment. So Pedro Hernandez came up with this idea of having a staffer come on and basically bitch about things for one minute, yeah. uh, kind of just a focused rant. Um, you now we don't we don't have a name for it. So if you have any names, uh, name ideas, send them over to connectivity at nintendo world dot com. And maybe if you have a really good one, we'll give you some kind of prize or some notoriety. Um, I don't know what. you will be internet But without famous. further ado, here's the first segment. Uh, we got Zach Miller complaining about his Wii and 3DS experiences lately. So great. You have one minute, sir.
3: Okay, so uh, long-time listeners of Connectivity and the uh, newscast will recall that my Wii has not worked in like six months. So I finally bought a new Wii. Uh, on Black Thursday night for $100 because that's about as much as it would have cost to get the old one fixed. So I called NOA the next day, said, can you transfer all my stuff over? They said, no, but send in your old Wii. It's going to have to be fixed. Um, I said, will all my save information be okay? They said, yes. Sent it in. Five days later, got it back. All of it was gone. Now, I was able to re-download all my games, but the point <laughs> is, those 120 stars I got in Mario Galaxy no longer exist. Fuck you, in a way. It turns out that every component inside my Wii was corrupted. They had to replace the hard drive, the processor, and the motherboard. Holy shit, I got a new Wii, basically. So now I have two, um, which is kind of nice. Uh, anyway, the 3DS, it's never been able to connect people. It gets to lobbies. I can get on uh, on the internet into uh uh game lobbies all that good stuff but it won't connect to people um in like mario kart it just times out so i called a guy on the phone today and it caught we spent an hour and a half diagnosing it and it still doesn't work and um he ran out of ideas he just started using internet message boards and i said this is probably not going to work so tomorrow i'm going to go to my brother's house and use a different router and see if that works and is that 60 seconds
2: no that was way over but i didn't want to stop you okay cool you you were about a minute 20 wow nice But yeah, uh, that was Zach's rant for the week. Um, Angry. Let us know if you have a title for that segment. Connectivity at NintendoWorldReport.com.